Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So we are now 11 months in to Find Your Voice, and as we're fastly approaching Christmas, I felt it would be really a good time to bring on one of our first ever guests. Well, actually, he was our first guest. And our first guest on Find Your Voice was one of my great friends, Kev Dillon, who spoke about living with 7% vision and having his dreams crushed as a young child and going through adversity and finding himself dealing with all sorts of emotions which, which range from anger to frustration to anxiety to depression. And I just thought it would be a great time to bring him onto the show as we are approaching a very kind of upbeat season in our lives in terms of Christmas, but at the same time, depression and mental health still exists. So what we're going to do is have a very, very quick episode, a 30 minutes conversation where we're going to talk about men's mental health. But more importantly, I also want to take this moment to promote the Black Country Blokes podcast. So for some of you who follow me over on Instagram, you notice that I also share another podcast, another passion project of mine that I do with Kev Dillon. And I'm not going to ramble on too much about it right now because obviously Kev's going to put that plug in. But what I want you to do is if you are a male and you are struggling through these winter months or moving forward into 2020, or if you're a female and you can see the males around you struggling, then please do check out that podcast. What we're going to try and do is put as many resources as possible within that, as many tangible takeaways to really try and help you and make sure that you feel that you're not alone because we as men, we all go through our situations. And if you feel or if you see somebody who seems to have it all together, I promise you they don't. Most of the time, it's always a facade. And what we try to do is bring raw, authentic, true, true stories and ourselves into everything that we do in the hope that you can see our vulnerabilities and our flaws and know that you aren't broken and that you are great within yourself. So I'm going to stop rambling now. I'm going to jump straight into this one. We are on YouTube as well. So please do check this out on YouTube. Again, it's unedited. I apologize. Also, if there are a few dips in the audio, because I'm trying to figure out these microphones, I've got three in front of me now, and I'll get there. I will definitely work out how to work out all this technology. But for now, the message that Kev portrays in this episode is absolutely fantastic. And I hope you enjoy it. And if you don't tune in until after Christmas. I hope you have an amazing Christmas and get everything that you wish for. So today I have a very, very special episode because as many of you are aware, especially those of you who joined us for episode one of Find Your Voice, I interviewed one of my very, very good friends, Kev Dillon. And I am very grateful to actually have him here today on what we like to call or what Kev likes to call Kevmas. And it is actually his birthday as well. But more importantly, what I wanted to bring him on this show again is because a lot of our listeners have come across recently and some of the older episodes may have got lost in translation. At the same time, I like to believe and I like to think that my interviewing skills are slightly better and we have a better sound system and quality to deliver for you guys. So Kev, thank you again for coming on to find your voice. 
How you doing today? I'm saying thank you ever so much for having me on. You're welcome, mate. You're welcome. So you are always going to be my first guest, as I said before I started Find Your Voice. And I think it's really important to get you on now as we kind of, we started the year with your story and now we kind of end it because a lot of stuff has changed in the last 12 months. We've done a lot of work on one of your podcasts, which you can explain shortly. But just very briefly, the last episode, if somebody hasn't listened to it, is episode one. And Kev speaks about his own personal condition. So Kev, if you could just very briefly just give a recap on that, if you wouldn't mind. Well, I'm the head coach at the Lions Boxing Club, which is in Briley Hill. But when I was three years old, I had viral meningitis and it uh, reached me being blind. I'm completely blind in my left eye and severely pastoralized in my right eye. It's left me with 7% vision. So when I was growing up, it was heartbreaking because I come from a boxing family and I love boxing. But when I found out I couldn't compete, it broke my heart and went off the rails and being a naughty boy. And then when I was 18, I went into coaching. Mm. Um, and even though I can't compete in boxing, I've created so many boxers, national champions, people who box for England. But still then it was breaking my heart because when I'd spar, I was better than the lads I was sparring with. Mm. So I'd go back off the rails. And my whole life was uh, having a bad temper, finding drink and other things to overcompensate and nothing made me happy mm. um, till I found my wife uh, we've been together now eight years married for five and I've got a little beautiful girl Jasmine Dillon and um, they were the missing piece for me mm. and then uh, I've been seeing counsellors for eight years and uh, NLP practitioners and about well the journey started before I get into what I went into mm-hmm. Um, I had a, an interview uh, with Heart of England, which is on YouTube, yeah. explaining my eyes and boxing. And before then, I'd never publicly talked about it because I was probably getting bullied and teased and uh, I had a reputation to uphold and I was afraid it was going to damage it. And that gave me the courage to talk openly. And then uh, roughly this time last year, you invited me onto this podcast now yeah. and I talked openly and I, you're still thinking, am I going to be ridiculed? Are they going to... Mm tease me you go back to that intimidated child and however it was nothing like that it was only praise um and then me and nick davis who was an nlp practitioner hypnotherapist and life coach were invited to go on to a radio station in london men's radio Mm -hmm. and once again i talked and then i went to see a therapist about my drinking and temper again and he said come up with a hobby and i said the hell am I going to do? Am I going to do Pilates? <laughs> Bowling. I'd like to see that. Actually. Yeah, me put my legs above my head. <laughs> yeah. And then one of my friends, uh, a lad called um, uh, Cy Navy, who was in the in the submarine corps, mm-hmm. said, I listened to your podcast and he says, it was so refreshing to hear someone from our neck of the woods yeah. talking. And I thought, well, why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. So me, um, me, Craig Pinches, Lee Cadman and yourself started this thing called the Black Country Blokes. Yeah. And the black country is our part of the West Midlands. Uh, back in the day, because uh, we had so many mines and factories, all of the sky was black mm-hmm. from the smog. So that's why we call the black country. Uh, blokes is a term for men in this in our district. Mm-hmm. And chewing the fat is a discussion. So we called it the black country blokes chewing the fat. Yeah. And how we always start our episodes is, I've been you. This means, have you been? And when we finish, we always say, Tara bit, goodbye. Mm-hmm. So we've, even though it's not just for the black country, we want it to be a worldwide thing, mm-hmm. but we've kept close to our, our own dialect. Mm-hmm. And you touched on this before saying, the reason what held you back from a podcast 
was hey, your, your dialect. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that was probably my biggest fear and my own like limiting belief was my accent. So my accent kind of falls under black country because that's where I was born. But also I got a Wolverhampton accent as well. And I was like, who's going to want to hear my voice? Who's going to resonate with this? And I think the feedback we've got from the black country blokes, which is the podcast that you set up, that one, we're getting a lot of people saying it's nice to hear somebody close to home or it's nice to hear somebody's voice I recognise and I'm not just saying it's exclusive to black country blokes but it's nice to just show that community as well that you know we're trying to do something positive and we start to love for men's mental health yeah. we've um, we've talked about my eyes we've talked about Lee Cadman who's got a severely poorly daughter I can't remember the name of it Jurey syndrome mm-hmm. where she had a form of epilepsy and left her brain damaged and we've done these different stuff um it's brilliant that Tyson Fury and Ricky Hatt and Frank Bruno have come out with mental illness. Yeah. However, it's not always the most easy to relate to because they're multi-millionaires. When this. So what we've done is get uh, Nick Davis, who I mentioned on, who's a therapist, talking about ways to battle an- anxiety and depression. But then we've had just working-class heroes and these people, and it's remarkable what they've been through, how they manage to put their socks on every day, how they can pull themselves away from that dark room, I call it depression, mm-hmm. or as Craig calls that that motel, that dark and dingy hotel, mm. motel. And it's just our experiences. It's real people talking about real things. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to add to that as well. So it's been very, I think all four of us would probably say in our own way, very therapeutic as well for all four of us that have come in because we're all firefighting throughout the week. We've all got our own problems as everyone even listening to this has. But when we come there and we just put it all out there because it's a safe place, it's a safe four walls uh, within that ring. And we just kind of say, this is how I've been feeling today. This is what I'm going through. And you feel so much better when you leave that place. And I think that's why when people listen to the episodes and they hear people like yourself, who's you know trained loads of national champions, for example, boxing coach. Lee's done some boxing previously as well. So, you know, from the exterior, tough guys, but actually sitting there and saying, yeah, you know, we can still be tough here. But at the same time, we struggle with probably the things that you guys struggle with that you're afraid to talk about. Well, I remember when we were talking with uh, Nick Davies, and we had a, a squad of boxers in there from super heavyweights to super flyweights. Mm. And they're saying, what are you all frightened of? They're saying, getting hurt, getting sick, spiders, injections flying. And he goes, embarrassment. Yeah. And we went, what do you mean? He went, who here would rather get in that ring and allow someone to beat them up? <laughs> or who here would rather go and ask a girl out? Mm. Who here would rather go and read this piece of paper in front of everyone? Mm. And everyone put their hands up. And went, so embarrassment can hold us back but it's something that we all go through whether you're the size of Lennox Lewis or whether you're the size of a dormouse mm. we all have these same emotions we we all want to be loved we don't want to be teased there's a there's a difference between getting up on karaoke yeah. where you make yourself look like a plonker <laughs> to when you try your best and the fear of being knocked back when you're genuinely trying mm. and we're all the same with this gang mm. absolutely and I think it's also important to notice that so this podcast that we started it was your idea you've kind of facilitated it for the men's mental health and just trying to raise awareness of what it's like and we've had experts come on like Nick and we've had everyone share their vulnerabilities we've had people come from the army we've had other experts in their field I also want people to recognise that it's not just a men's podcast as well so the ladies of our life i.e. our sisters our wives our mothers I think there's useful episodes within the black country blokes where you can maybe understand why we are the way we are so sometimes we'll say stuff or somebody will say something and I'm like that's it and then I need my wife to listen to that because it explains why 
I might act a certain way, for example, because as a man, we have a lot of these thoughts and a lot of these assumptions that we have to act in a certain way. And sometimes that's, that's tiring. Do you know what I mean? That's heavy. That's heavy on our head. It's heavy on our, on our shoulders. And just having that flexibility of being able to say, you know, I'm struggling. I can't handle this. Or And sometimes, as you just said, sometimes it's easier to talk to a group of your own peers than yeah. to go and sit down with your wife, sit down to your, with your daughter. And mm. sometimes it's easier to have a chat, but these are the things we actually want to say to those people. Yeah. So hopefully if you can listen to it, you think, oh, that, that resonates with me. That reminds me so much of my husband or my son or my father. And hopefully it's bringing a bit of clarity. No, absolutely. And um, just also with the uh, Black Country Blocks podcast then. So we've done well, done amazing. I mean, we haven't really published much. We only started doing Instagram videos literally this week. And we've had like over a thousand listens. You've had some incredible feedback of people's lives that has changed. What's kind of like your goal now, like moving forward with that? Well, the next step is obviously turning Kevmus into a bank holiday. <laughs> we spoke about that earlier. <laughs> yeah, But now we just wanted to reach as many people because this isn't just a black country problem or um, an England problem. It's it's a worldwide event. Mm. And I'm tired of hearing these these lost souls who have ended up taking their lives. And I'd, I'd love it if um, this can help people. Yeah. I'd love it if people can listen and go, I'm not alone. Mm. We've had a young man who's come on, who was uh, groomed as a child, yeah. uh, telling about his experiences. We've had people come on talk about post-traumatic stress. Mm. We've had people from the traveling community about people come on and talk about the loss of their, their brother and we're just scratching the surface yeah. so whatever you are going through there is someone out there for you gang listen to podcasts go on YouTube find help yeah. and sometimes if um, if the advice you're getting isn't right go and find someone be it NLP counseling hypnotherapy because I always say you wouldn't have your garden to cut your hair mm-hmm. go to the people for the help but sometimes the greatest form we can do is talking and even more than talking listen because yeah. just because you're hearing something doesn't mean you're listening to it that's part of the intro isn't it yeah our intro is Abinya. this is the black country blokes chewing the fat they say men don't talk however men are talking but no buggers listening mm. and that how true it is because in my own experience I've tried to reach out and I've asked and uh, they've turned the back or it's man up get over it pull yourself together and I always think if you knock on a door so many times no one answers eventually you stop knocking yeah. and this is so right with, with asking for help don't have these brush away comments like man up and build the bridge and get over it princess mm. it's sometimes just sit down listen and if you don't know the answers sometimes you don't need the answer you just need a friendly ear to talk to sometimes just just being a soundboard and, and I'll say this openly on here you've been an amazing friend for me especially well, you've been friends for years but especially in the last three or four months when I've gone through dark periods and sometimes you might not give me a solution at the end of it but just knowing you're on the end of a phone call mm. or in a conversation that's massively got me through probably the, the hardest four months I've had in like recent years so I've, I want to firstly say thank you for that but I think that also shows the importance of if you've got a friend or you have somebody close to you that you can just listen I'm struggling now or can I just talk to you and then when when you have that support network and you sit back in hindsight and you think do you know what I've got my wife I've got my good friends like yourself I've got my family I've got my health I'm alright it's so hard once you're in that dark room mm. I always think like depression like a dark room you walk in through a door and it's dark and beyond that door it's actually a maze and you stumble around and the longer you're in there harder it is to come out of it mm. and if you're lucky enough to have that friend that loved one 
it shines that bit of uh, light. It can guide you back in. That that comforting word, that that bit of love can bring you back to the door and hopefully you can get out of it. Mm. But if you haven't got the courage to accept the help, and that's what it is, it's the courage to accept the help, yeah. you can stay in there for days, weeks, and eventually you're lost in the madness. Mm. So if you have got that, that lifeline, please have the courage to accept it. Yeah. Because turning it down isn't strength. Mm. It's not, oh, I can deal with this on my own. Because you need the courage to come out of there. Yeah, no, no, I agree, and and that's something you've done really well with the Black Country blokes. Is anyone who's kind of reached out to the show or said, you know what, you've now given me the courage to talk about my story because I've heard X person's story. You just invited them on with open arms. But if there's somebody who has a story that's worth sharing, you know the platform's there. So if you may feel that you don't have that one person around you, well, you've got four blokes here, mm. and well, we don't always all turn up, but you're always there. You've got at least one to four of us that will always be there and happy to listen to your story because the chances are, and like I say on Find Your Voice, is nobody's story is that mundane or that exclusive. Like the problems you go through, other people are going through them as well when it comes down to perspective. So if we can just recognise that your story has power, your pain, your adversity has power as well, and just by you sharing that, you'll help other people as well. Well, that's why I'm glad we've got the four of us on there because I wanted to be like the podcast version of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've got, because some people might relate to me and my experiences, and then someone will relate to you and to Lee and to Craig. So it's four different perspectives. Mm. We're all four blokes in our 30s, yeah. but we've all had different experiences through upbringing, through race, religion, yeah, yeah. all these different things. But what we have got is we're four men who are going through the same journey, but in different ways. Mm. We're all playing the same game of cards, but we've all got slightly different hands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one thing I actually like is, so I remember our first episode, we had it upstairs at your boxing gym. Yeah. And it was obviously, it was, it was quite polite because obviously we're all just trying to get to know each other. Now it's like, if I look at the last two or three episodes, sometimes Lee would just jump in and say, well, actually, I don't agree with that. And not to be controversial, it's just this is my perspective. Or Craig will say something or I'll say something. And I like that because it's not just, oh, let's just all shout the same opinion. You're going to get differences of opinions on this as we do in life and that's that's why we always promote that it's raw it's authentic listen this is just for people's opinions and it's just our opinions of what we're going through in life our perspective um, and I think I think that kind of helps the show grow because then people see that realness we're not trying to be somebody that we're not well it is definitely raw we film it <laughs> yeah, it's we record raw. it on my phone Yeah, we yeah. have a little camera and a little stand yeah. we sat by the boxing ring freezing freezing <laughs> yeah and but it's very raw and honest. Yeah. You know, there's a bit more swearing than there is on this. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's just genuine people talking about genuine things. And often it's because we have no scripts. We we sit down there just before and go, what we're we going to talk about, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we we rock and roll from there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I just want to quickly go back then. So right at the start of this, we obviously told your story. And if you want to hear Kev's story and my awful interviewing techniques on episode one, do check that out. But you mentioned something that I just wanted to bring it back up where you were saying you're going through life and obviously you, you were stressed you were going struggling with anger but then when Kate came along that was kind of your missing piece and the reason I want to bring that up is you sent me you sent me some of your poems because you do poetry as well and you sent that letter that we, we're now in the process of sending out and within that you wrote something about never feeling that you would be enough for somebody could you just elaborate on that the only reason why I want to say that is because I feel a lot of people may not feel that they're enough or they're, that they're not worthy if that makes sense well, mine, because I've had a disability, I never thought that someone would ever want me because I was, I was broken. Mm. And um, so I'd get in relationships and I, I, I never thought they would settle with me. 
and have children with me or even want to be with me because I felt broken. But th this is just one part of me. And I often say, I'm not a visually impaired man. I'm a man who happens to be visually impaired. I'm not just a boxing instructor. I'm not just a podcaster. I'm not just a lad. These are all different parts that make up the bigger picture. Because mm. you aren't just one thing. You're not just English. You're not yeah. just whatever it is. Yeah. Don't let one part of you define the whole of you. And then when I, uh, when Kate came into my life, it, it fulfilled me. I, I felt braver. Yeah. I felt stronger. When I was out at night and I didn't know if it was a step, and I, she holds my hand. And it was one of them things like she'd say, a step's coming up, Kev. Yeah. To someone else, it, it's nothing. Or they feel embarrassed because, how's Kev going to take this? But she, she's my soul partner and she knows what makes me a better man. Yeah. And that's what, it hasn't got to be a partner. It could be your best friend. It could be whatever, but if... You can find that thing that fulfills you. Mm. It's wonderful. But when I was talking to Nick Davis on one of our podcasts the other day, and he said, well, aren't we all broken? Or in our own minds, don't we feel that we're broken? They won't like me because I've got a big nose. They won't like me because I'm too fat. They won't like me because mm. I'm too short. And we all go through this. Mine was a bit more exaggerated yeah. because of my loss of eyesight. But more people I've talked to go, I could relate with that. I didn't think... I was ever going to find a boyfriend or I was going to find a girlfriend because I felt the same way. Mm. Mine was, as I say, a bit more exaggerated, mm. but we all feel like that. Yeah. So realise you are great. Yeah. You are brilliant. And never be ashamed. It's not arrogant to believe in yourself. Yeah. It's, it's having that confidence to have that courage to have that confidence, if that makes sense. Well, confidence is a mask that we wear to show off. Mm. Courage is having the ability to do it anyway. One is a mask and one... Um, uh, confidence is a mask. Courage is a sword. Yes, I am frightened. I am anxious. I am nervous. But God hell, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we, we actually spoke about that on one of our episodes, which is probably going to come out just after Christmas on the Black Country Brokes. And it, it made a lot of sense with me because I came home and I said to the wife, I go, I feel like I'm being courageous bloody most of my life because the simplest things will get me anxious and nervous and even though when it comes down to it I can just make out that I'm confident and I'm fine but deep down like the simplest things for most people I still struggle with them and that's why I try to obviously share whatever I can we do that openly on there I love that you just said that we're not just one thing and I think we go through society where we're defined by our job titles we're defined by how much money we have in our bank or you know how many abs we've got on our, on our stomach for example or your sexuality absolutely or the yeah. colour of your skin yeah. or your sport I'm a jock oh well I'm a geek I'm a you can be all of them yeah. it doesn't matter but realise you're so many different things and that forms you yeah. you are not just one thing you are multiple different things and that's why you're so special and brilliant yeah. no absolutely and there was just one other thing I try not to butcher it because I've got it in my head what I want to say let's see if I can bring it out now but you mentioned how Kate makes you obviously like a better man that just rang a bell for me so there was a time when you were like my coach you were helping me in boxing which was like I said on the first episode it was one of the best years of my life where I was learning we spent a lot of time together and I learned a lot and I was listening to um, a podcast this morning at the gym funnily enough and he was speaking it was a it was an he played for Toronto uh, a basketball player and he was saying the coach that he had had a profound effect on his life because he wasn't just a great coach which is what you've been in boxing for, for me and other people he was also a better human being in terms of a person so he's like his coaching skills were here but as a person he was here and the, the person interviewing was like why is that and he goes because even with yourself and what you do in the podcast and what you do for other people 
it's not just let me make you a better boxer it's let me make you a better man and I love that because you've always kind of translated that in just like lessons that you've tried to teach people the lessons which now I'm grateful you're bringing onto the podcast so I always preach to most people that I interview start a podcast because I believe you all have a story to tell every single one of us if I can get I don't know 70, 80,000 people listen to my voice somebody with your experience and your knowledge of not just coaching so many different people but having that ability to make people a better man I just think that's why I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you've started the podcast and I think anyone watching this who may have that anxiety or thinking mm, should I start a podcast just start it well that's the reason why we started because I'd always tell people about some of my story mm. and then uh, it, it helped them so I thought it's my human obligation to give it out there because people see me now as Kev Dillon um, they see the they see the finished article, but they haven't seen the journey I've been on. It's like when you see an alcoholic in the street, mm. you don't know what's brought him there, you don't know what loss and pain he's gone through. So don't be so judgmental because we we see that, we see Arnold Schwarzenegger as this giant man. We didn't see when he started first lifting the dumbbells. Mm. It's the journey. It's not the end result. It's the journey. It's the remarkable thing. As painful or as brilliant it is, it's the journey and. That's why we wanted to come out with it, so I could show all my flaws and all my things that in my 20s and my teens, I would never have said. Yeah. I'd have said it to you, I'd have said it to Paz, Quint, mm. old pals, but I'd never have stood up here and gone, yeah, I, I struggle, I struggle going downstairs, I struggle. People used to go, how come you always get a taxi everywhere? It was pitch black and I didn't know what was a lamppost, what was a shadow. So you'd mask it by being a lazy git. Wow. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they'd go, bloody hell, Kev. But it was, I, I didn't want to get hit by a car. Mm. But now I'm... 36, happily married, got my baby, and uh, I don't really care what people think of me now. Yeah. So I want to put it out there so a young Kevin Dillon or Jasmine, if she ever struggles, she can listen and go, bloody hell. Because you know, confident, courageous mm. my dad was, he used to worry about this, he used to have panic attacks. He used to sometimes, and everything was going right, sit on the settee and have a belly full. It's, it's part of who we are. Mm. And more we can be honest about this, because anyone who's 24-hour positive, hey, guys, I'm positive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nonsense. Bollocks. It's trying to sell you something. So we've got to realise we all feel this. Mm. Some more than others. Mm. Some highly better than others. But we all have our very high days mm. and our very low days. Yeah, That's a great point. And one of the things, just before we started this conversation, we were talking about Nick Davis, who we've had on the Black Country Blokes. And I will be bringing him on to find your voice as well. Is we're now trying to give you guys from the episodes yes we'll t talk about our anxieties or our struggles or whatever we want to talk about on that day but we want you guys to leave that episode with at least one thing that you can maybe take away so the episode we did with, with Nick was fantastic because he gave us two or three things that we could physically do within the space of a minute that could almost instantly reduce your anxiety because I remember he got us thinking about a situation that maybe kind of winds you up for example and then within like three or four seconds we went from eight out of ten rage to four i think we both had the same answer yeah. we both said four and i think hopefully you guys find value from that as well so we're not just sitting there just telling you our troubles x y and z what we're actually doing is these are our troubles but like yourselves we're on a journey we're all trying to figure it out we're all trying to find our voice if we use the cliche and by doing that we're, we're using the steps from people who potentially have the answers for us and we have a laugh along the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's just lads having a laugh and sometimes someone says something wrong and it's that genuine... Oh, my idea was to have it there and like you sat in the conversation. Yeah. So you put it on in the back and you, you feel Love like, it. bloody hell, he reminds me of uh, our John. Mm. And, you know, oh, that's, oh, Kevin was just like that when he was his age. And so hopefully it'll remind you of your own sons, your own 
um, brothers and give, give you a bit of insight how blokes actually think. Yeah, absolutely. So it is a bit of a special episode, like I mentioned, obviously, at the beginning. It's something that's really close to my heart. Um, I'm lucky now I'm around the corner from Kev, so recording is like 10 minutes. But before that, I was, you know, I was traveling like an hour up and an hour back, and I wouldn't normally do that if I didn't believe in the message, if I didn't believe in the people behind it. I think mental health is... You know, it's a, it's a serious thing, but we a lot of us are going through it. I think simply hashtagging mental health, for example, is not going to just solve it. And sometimes we need to actually take action. So whether that's talking or listening or trying to provide the right guidance through the right people, that's what we're going to try and do with this. But like Kev says, we're going to try and have fun on the, along the way as well. So Kev, if there's anything like maybe you want to say now to anyone listening, any like plugs or anything just about the black country just before we wrap up. No, I'd say find us, uh, the Black Country Blokes. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and then we started recording and we just did our first recorded one the other day. Um, on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm a dinosaur, I don't know any of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But please subscribe, listen. Absolutely. Um, I, I think the last one, the last time I was on here, I uh, ended on a quote, and I'll see if I can remember it. Yeah. May your God bless you. And if you don't believe in God then find something to believe in, even if it's just yourself. Because someone who doesn't have faith will always be lost. So take care of yourselves, and just as important, each other. Absolutely, and I love that quote. And for those of you who have been original listeners, I'll find your voice. I've probably referenced that quote from what you said there at least, I'd say, eight or nine times because it's such an important thing. And just that last bit as well, not just only take care of yourself, and I've done a lot of episodes on self-love and self-worth and stuff, but also of each other as well. And that doesn't mean you've got to give everything to charity. Because that's where we go wrong with charity. We feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not. Do what you can, when you can. Because don't make yourself bad to try and help people. Do what you can, when you can. Because that's enough. Absolutely. Thank you, obviously, for coming on again. It's nice to kind of start this journey this year with yourself and obviously end it with yourself. Any final words or shall we just close the show now? Just have a wonderful Christmas. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. And, you know, have, have fun and enjoy it. And if you see someone who's struggling, reach out to them. Don't feel embarrassed about how they might react. Because mm. that's what we do. We push them away when all they want to be done is drawn near. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So thank you, Kev. You came out on your birthday. Yep. So I appreciate that. Although, luckily, you're only around the corner. So that was, <laughs> that was useful. And I want to thank everyone at home as well. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.